This is Mark and Moore in the Morning. Hi, this is Mark and Colin from Mark and Moore in the Morning. Welcome to our podcast. This is episode 19. Thank you for finding us. Our goal is to share some health and wellbeing guests from our show along with celebrities. On our last podcast, we spoke to the six millionaire winner on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, Donald Fear. Ian Wills from Wills and the Willing and author Lucy Vine. On this week's podcast, we chat with Kate Johnston from Crime Stoppers, TV presenter Angelica Bell and petrolhead Tiff Nadell. I'm joined this afternoon by Kate Johnston from Crime Stoppers. They've launched a new hotline to report COVID fraudsters. Uh, Kate, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Mark. So, um, firstly, let's let's understand. What, I mean, what is uh, COVID fraud? Um, a COVID fraud is where a fraudster has illegally obtained and falsely obtained money through one of the many COVID stimulus schemes, whether it be a loan or a grant, when they shouldn't have. So, is this on the back of all the government initiatives that they introduced during the? Uh, lockdown period to support businesses, uh, self-employed people and in, in fact employed people um, to get benefit whilst they couldn't work. Yeah, absolutely. That is that is the very thing, Mark. So, you know, those schemes were, were designed to help people in the midst of the crisis of the pandemic and have helped millions and millions of people. And that's what it was designed to do. But unfortunately, there's a small minority of fraudsters who have used to use these opportunities to take advantage. So, you know, we don't want to let criminals fund fund crime. Um, so and, and take money from our vital public services. Is there any sense of how widespread a problem this is um, not yet and one of the one of the reasons we, we've you know got in partnership with the government to create the crime stoppers covid fraud hotline is to get more of an understanding from members of the public um you know about who's responsible for fraudulently claiming these government grants um that will help us detect and recoup you know monies that have been mm. stolen and are there any signs that uh, members of the public can see or suspect if something doesn't seem quite right yeah there's a there's a number of different things that people can look out for mark so you know i think one of the key things is have they heard people boasting about you know getting government funding including grants and loans that they're maybe perhaps not entitled to or you know do they suspect a business or individuals that might have applied for funding that aren't eligible to apply for that funding and and sometimes criminals are taking out funding in, in somebody else's name or somebody else's company name. So if people suspect that they've been targeted or know of somebody that have been targeted, you know, to contact the Crime Stoppers COVID fraud hotline. Is there a difference between what might be considered furlough fraud and what you're looking for with this hotline? Yeah, there is, Mark. Um, the, the kind of things we're looking for and that scammers are taking advantage of uh, um, uh, around the COVID stimulus schemes are, are things like the bounce back loans, um, the greenhouse, the green home schemes, and and the small business grants. And if someone does suspect this is going on, how can they get hold of this helpline? What's the number? They can contact the Crime Stoppers COVID fraud hotline 24-7 hours a day, 365 days a year on 0800 587 5030. Or people can fill in our safe and secure anonymous online form at covidfraudhotline.org. Kate, thank you so much for your time this afternoon. It's been great talking to you. Thanks very much, Mark. That's Kate Johnston from Crime Stoppers. And that free hotline number available 24 hours a day, seven days a week is 0800 587 5030. Mark and more in the morning. Best bits on the podcast. Still to come on the podcast, we chat with petrolhead Tiff Nadell and TV presenter Angelica Bell and teacher of the year, 
Colin Hegarty. First off, though, it's time for this week's Fact of the Week. The Fact of the Week this week, humans spend about 25 years of their life sleeping. See you in about 2040. (laughs) See you then. Sweet dreams. My guests this morning are TV presenter Angelica Bell, former MasterChef winner and someone who has to keep Martin Lewis in check, and uh, 2014 Teacher of the Year, Colin Hegarty. Colin, question for you to start with. How does one become Teacher of the Year? Oh, <laughs> that's a... Um, so essentially, I, um, I started making YouTube videos for, for, for children so they could um, learn a little bit of extra maths outside the classroom. Um, and, uh, you know, that was on top of my craft uh, back, back in the day, uh, back in 2014. They became very popular and it helped a lot of kids. And people thought that I had done a fairly decent job and, and, and they offered me the award. So that, that's how it happened. All oh, right. So it got nothing to do with your performance in the class. I was OK there, to be honest, as well. I, I, <laughs> I, 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 le- I learned my craft. I did, I did a lot of uh, hard yards to become a good teacher. So it's, it's a really tough job. It requires a lot of dedication. And I loved it. I, I... I kind of work within a family of teachers. My brother's a teacher, my sister-in-law, uh, my wife works in a school as well. And this summer, I grew a new appreciation for what a teacher does as you know, we took on the homeschooling. Angelica, how was that for you? Well, do you know what? At first, I think I was a bit overwhelmed with it because I, I didn't know exactly what was going on. Obviously, we knew what was happening in terms of the, you know, the pandemic and stuff, but in terms of like, accessing the work and what we had to do and then once I saw it I was like oh my goodness I was I was nervous and worried and um, because it's been a while since I've been at school but it was almost like going back in time mm. a time warp where you're accessing work getting things done on time and and t- looking at it I was just thinking can I do this and I was nervous as a mum um, and this is what this is about, you know, confidence in maths um, for mums who did a most of the homeschooling over the summer. And I had to retrain myself in a way to sort of make sure that my children were on top of things and they felt confident because I was their first port of call. Um, and this is why I wanted to get involved with Numerize, um, because two fifths of, of mums say they let confidence those mums who were involved in the homeschooling. And this Mm. impacts children. And I had to sort of gather myself and say, right, I can do this so that my children felt they could do this because we had to get through it. Um, And in human terms, you know, that two fifths of mum that represents like 1.3 children at secondary school that could be affected. And and going forward, we want to change that and make a confident generation of maths fans, whether that's parents or or, you know, young students as well. What can parents do to maybe brush up some of their math skills to help their kids with homework or uh, if uh, we ever get into a point where we have to be home teachers again. I think Colin you'll agree with this it's practice isn't it practice 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 and often as well it's just about thinking I'm going to do a little bit of extra homework myself so sometimes I would sort of do my own research you know when the children in bed or look at topics they had to do and sort of reconnect with it and I really liked it I thought it was helping my own brain helping me think yes I can do this. <laughs> All those years weren't wasted. Um, and and just connect with my children. I built a relationship with them as well, that we were doing something together on a journey together. What advice would you give, Colin, as, as a teacher? Yeah, I think I think you're right, Angelica. You know, practice changes you, the power of practice. So getting into that little and often 
practice and 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 the parents modeling it out for the child angelica what you what how you describe what you're doing with your with your children sounds amazing you know parent with the confidence to give it a go um you know practice with the children that sort of modeling is is exceptional and also just we've also created mark um, a confidence lab ju just for the mm -hmm. the reasons you've just said so it's at numerize.com forward slash confidence lab it's it's a selection of free tools and um, downloadable materials seminars etc just that talk parents and children through various activities they can do on a daily basis just to help get that confidence going with your child and, and with yourself so you can support your child in the in the way angelica's talking about she does so wonderful yeah. and how important is numeracy skills for that age group sort of 10 to 16 you know it's, it's vital you know numeracy is well maths in general i i sort of call it the the mother of the sciences and and sort of the language of the universe it's it's very important just to get on with your daily life just the basics like statistics nowadays we're, we're constantly faced with statistics telling us stuff and we've got to discern whether it's right or wrong and be you know ha have a skepticism about the universe but you know right the way through to so, you know you know a lot of the jobs nowadays are, are very mathematically important and and more than that even uh, mark what what i used to say to the children that i teach is a lot of children would have that lack of math confidence and i just said to them let's use this as a vehicle i will show you about the power of practice because practice will change your maths outcomes but then you learn a, a much more important lesson that practice in general can can help you in anything you do um so so you know that's what i think math is a, has a great utility in in, in society but uh, what why let yourself not, not not give it a shot it's a lovely subject and i'd love everyone to have a go i used uh, martin lewis actually as a great uh, demonstration for my kids as to why math was important maybe angela can can bear this out because when you're presenting that uh, the the money show with him mm -hmm. he'll just go start throwing off percentages and all that literally on the fly mm -hmm. you must yeah. be blown away when you stand there beside him and he's just He's going off for one about mortgage rates or annual percentage rates and so it is it's it's a lot to take in and when i first started on the show i was like oh my goodness because again you know we we learn matter when we we're younger and sometimes you know different times of your life you need it more now i remember once in in class um as a teenager one of my friends we always used to say to my math teacher how is this going to help us in later life mm. sir what what's the mm. point of doing this sir mm. and we used to laugh but actually he said it will come in useful in everyday life and that's the point um and i i didn't feel very confident with maths growing up and i had to get an extra tutor and then all of a sudden it just sort of flowed and i loved it and i wouldn't say that i was a brain box but it worked and every section of my life i was like whether i'm doing my own tax my own vat getting my accounts and making sure i got paid you know doing the calculations that's helped me confidence again what colin says about um processes as well um, I love the way that math helps you think things through and you can apply that to your everyday life and with everything. And going back to Martin Lewis, yes, it is full on. But once you have a basic concept of what figures mean, how they impact what you do can impact the money you, you make, um, savings um, and all that sort of thing, you'll think, actually, yeah, just getting a grasp of of numbers and numeracy is vital. So quick maths question for you. I've got 77 pencils on a table. You can fit 15 in a box. How many boxes can you fill? Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm was, trying to think if it's a trick question. <laughs> no, 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 it's not. This is oh. a genuine maths question my daughter had uh, for her homework this past month. So what was it? <laughs> 77 pencils are on a table. You've got to, there's, you can fit 15 pencils in a box. But how many boxes will you fill? I, was my answer wrong? 
I, I didn't hear your answer. Sorry. Oh, sorry, I said five. I said five. Because well, you have, there'll only be five because there'll be some extra, but you won't fill it. Well, I put down six because you will put the remaining pencils in the box, although it won't be full. But yeah, five, five point something, isn't it, is the answer. <laughs> and there you go. And that is why people need to brush up on their maths. Where can they go to find out about this confidence lab, Colin? So, uh, Mark, they can go to enumerize.com forward slash confidence lab, a lovely selection of resources um, that, that children and parents can browse through, just all topics about practice confidence a little bit of math to do at home with your child and and also the link to the numerize app where, ch where children can 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 actually do some of that practice as well angelica and colin it's lovely been talking to you this morning uh, thank you so much for your time no thank, thank you, you think you need medical help right now and you're not sure what to do go straight to nhs 111 call go online or use the nhs app you'll answer questions about your symptoms and receive advice about what to do next and where to go and, if needed, a healthcare professional will call you. NHS 111 is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So, if you're not sure what to do, go straight to 111. Help us help you know what to do. This is Mark and Moore in the Morning Podcast. So whilst we know there's two very well-known car-based entertainment shows on the telly, they're not so much about the cars anymore, they're more about the people driving them. So I think there's space for a proper car show. I think the other two can take the hard shoulder. Let's hear from the man who's going to bring a proper car show back to the television on a Thursday evening, Tiff Nadell. Hiya, Tiff. Hi, Mark. Good day to you. And yes, a proper car show. It's about time. I mean, it's the, we, we haven't got one anymore. They've just gone into light entertainment massive mode for the, for the bigger, wider audience, as they say. So your show's called On The Road. Um, starts on Thursday, 8pm on ITV4. Tell us, what can we expect from the show? Just cars. <laughs> no caravan crashing, no makeovers, no rebuilds and flogging off for an amazing price. Um, no, it's just, you know, it's, it's the YouTube channel I've already been doing for a couple of years now called Love Cars, which is Paul Woodman's channel and I've been sort of guesting on it and uh, he's now arranged and, and got this um, TV series contracted six one-hour shows on ITV4, which run up to Christmas. Uh, so it's Paul Woodman and me, as you'll see on, on the YouTube channel, if you want to get a warm-up before the, 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 the Thursday that comes. Um, but you know, this, instead of just YouTube items, is a proper one hour of cars. We've got uh, new presenters, Vicky Piri. I've got a Vicky with me, although not Buckle Henderson, but an Italian Vicky who races in that W Series for women. Uh, and a few other surprise presenters as well. So I was watching your uh, YouTube announcements of the series, and you know, you've, as you rightly say, you've got a, a whole bunch of surprise presenters, not at least a former Stig, and W Series champion Jamie Chadwick as well. Yes, yeah, she makes a very, very, very brief appearance when we use her brother to do some lap times. Because <laughs> <laughs> we, we pretend we've got Chadwick with us, but we haven't actually we got her brother. So, uh, yeah, we haven't. Well, Jamie just says hello, just to virtually prove that uh, she is the, the sister of the driver we've got. So, yeah, we've got Stig Ben Collins, who was the second Stig, wasn't he? He was the white Stig. Mm. We've got Ollie Webb as well, who does a couple of items, who uh, was recently involved in that um, now sort of not official world production speed record when he did 300 miles an hour in you know, Nevada. So a variety of presenters. Uh, and what type of cars can we enjoy you driving? Well, we kick off uh, this week with a with with Ford GT uh, and also a Lamborghini, which Vicky's driving with me. So we've got supercars, but we've got hot hatches, you know, regular cars, 
special sports cars like the Dallara, which I did a test on in Italy. Uh, all this was filmed, you know, before lockdown. So it's, it's a long time ago now. And it, it's amazing how long it takes to get a, a TV show commissioned and then edited and then polished and then acceptable and then you know, scheduled as well in these TV stations. So uh, it, it's a bit of a problem remembering the items I've done. But uh, yeah, it's just a, a programme for people that love cars, nicely filmed with a bit of smile and humour and fun and variation. We go mud plugging in a range buggy and... Uh, Lots of variation of, of all the things that car lovers love driving. Now, obviously, the, the time schedule is, it is the old Top Gear slot, isn't it? Thursday evening. I know that, when you used to be on it. I don't know whether ITV4 knew that or whether someone on the channel was scheduling knew of that. But, uh, yeah, put a big smile on my face because uh, for 10 years in the 1990s, you know, it was Top Gear on a Thursday night with me and Jeremy and Quentin Wilson and Vicky, of course, Battle Henderson. So it's, it's quite nice to have got a full circle and come back to produce a car show on a Thursday night. What's your thoughts on the current crop of electric vehicles right now? I'm all for people always think because I'm a massive petrol head that you know I'm oh, horrible things, but they're brilliant for the people with the lifestyle and the front drive, so you can plug it in somewhere easily. Um, that do commuting, they know that they're going to do 100 miles a day, five days a week at the weekends. They're brilliant, you know, because they are good for the environment and especially emissions, you know, for choking town centres. Um, but, you know, they're not very realistic for someone like myself who suddenly has to drive 250 miles or 400 miles or 100 miles um, as yet because the ranges don't go far enough. So for the right people, the right place, I mean, they're expensive still, you know. So the funny thing is we're giving these government grants mainly to people who could probably afford to pay the extra three grand to have an electric car. But, it's an evolving thing. And um, I think, that, of course, it's still these charging points is the biggest problem. Who's going to pay to build five billion charging points? Nobody really knows. Mm. But uh, I think the modern little commuter cars are fantastic. Yeah, now, so the first time we met, and you was my first celebrity interview, I have to say. Wow. So we, so we are going back a, a few, fair few years. <laughs> and we were stuck in the back of a, um, a new dealership that opened in Chelmsford. Right. You probably won't remember this, but there was you, me, and James Thompson, the then um, British Jimmy touring Thompson, car. Yeah, racing driver, yeah. Exactly. So, so we, 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 were we launching a new car launch, was it? I don't know if it's car launch or showroom launch. Um, okay. My memory's a bit hazy even now about that. But there we were, <laughs> sitting in the back, this darkened back room with a little microphone on, and we were having a chat. And we were talking about all things Top Gear at the time and other things, but also F1. Uh -huh. Because also you, you've, you've done some F1, you know, you've driven just about everything yeah. that has wheels. Um, I wonder, what's your thought on the current state of the F1 Championship as it stands right now? A bit, a bit worrying, really. I mean, yes, I, I had a very brief Grand Prix career, the shortest you could possibly have. But I made it to the golden height to the Grand Prix grid, substituting for an engine driver. So a short career. So, you know, I love Formula One. I clung to the fences watching Jim Clark and my big hero, Sterling Moss. And so I'm a huge Formula One fan. Uh, but at the moment, you know, I don't think it's as entertaining for spectators as it was back in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. Um, of course, I get told I'm a Neanderthal doll and, you know, I should, you know, sit in the past with my rose-tinted spectacles. But uh, when I sort of, you know, complain on Twitter you know, that it's not enjoyable, you know, I get told to just, well, don't watch it if you don't like it. Uh, and we're all hopeful these new regulations, which, of course, were going to come next year, 2021. But now they've been held off till 2022. 
um, with this new Ross Braun supposed to be coming up with cars that are more raceable, and this is what I think uh, we all need. We dream and hope that he'll be right. But uh, for one more year, we've got the juggernauts. Now, at the Turkish Grand Prix, Lewis Hamilton won his seventh world championship. Uh, what's your take on Hamilton? Oh, unbelievable. I mean, you know, the, the shame is Hamilton is, is a massive talent, you know, one of the greatest we've ever had. And because the cars are now... I always talk about, you know, in Jim Clark's day, it was 95% driver, 5% car. And nowadays it's 95% car, 5% driver. So, so the brilliant driver can no longer stand out massively quicker than a very, very good teammate like, I think, you know, Valtteri Bartas is. He's not one of the greats. He's very, very good. So I don't think we see quite how good Lewis is because, you know, Valtteri's very close to him and you can only be compared to your teammates, you know, because he's mm. the only one in the same car as you. Tiffany Dell, new brand new show then, On The Road. It's on ITV4, 8pm on a Thursday. Love Cars is the YouTube channel. I think the most recent video was um, um, taking a, a walk back across the uh, BMW 5 series. On Twitter, I've been looking back. at So go to my Twitter feed and go to lovecars.com and have a look at some YouTube items. We're getting the mood. Yeah, fabulous. Thank you very much for your time. It's been great talking with you. Okay, cheers, Mark. Mark and more in the morning. Best bids on the podcast. Next time, we chat with TV money expert Jasmine Bertels and Billy Byrne from DIY SOS. You can find out more about our daily show at markandmore.com. Also, please leave us your comments and rate us where you get the podcast. We really love your feedback. Keep it coming. You can always email us with your thoughts at studio at markandmore.com. Until next time... Bye. Bye.